Well, hello, everybody. This is Single Life with Dr. G, dating over 40. And this is Dr. G, your life strategist and love doctor that helps you to stay sane in this crazy world of dating. That's right. I said it's a crazy world sometimes. And speaking of world, we are all over the world. We are in more than 41 countries and 638 cities, and we are going to continue to grow. And you know how we do that? I want you to share, 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 share this podcast link with everybody that you know. Anybody that you know the single and needs some guidance, some help to navigate these waters, please share this podcast as well as go to drgladney.com if you would like to purchase our bestseller, Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need, Not Want, still talking about the single life, as well, join our single life group on Facebook, Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40, where we answer questions, ask questions, have polls, have lots of discussions over there. We want to see you in every area and aspect of our life. As we navigate through this waters, last week we talked about online dating, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is episode five. We are going to be talking about online dating do's and don'ts. This topic is so popular and so important, and you're going to see why. Because when we talk in the segment did you know and candid conversations? I'm going to be telling you all about my experiences with this online dating. I tell you, it's really something else. But as we get to it, I'm going to share with you some statistics. Did you know? This is why this topic is so important. Last week, I think I mentioned it was about 75 million people online dating throughout this world. It's really about 90 million people worldwide who are online dating. And you know why the numbers have risen so drastically within this past year is because of this global pandemic that we've had. People can't get out the house. They can't meet each other like they used to. So that means, guess what? Everybody's online looking for somebody, looking for the love of their life. And these statistics there are about 25 million people who actually just use their smartphones to do this. Because when you're out and about, and you already know it, when you see them sitting in a restaurant and people checking their phones, a lot of times they're on these online dating apps. They say that millennials make up the largest sector of the online dating users. Now, we're kind of changing that because some of the dating apps that are out there are geared toward the more mature population, you know, the over 40, some of them are over 50. And I just saw one that was 55 and over. So I'm telling you, no age group is left out of this whole online dating. The statistics tells us also that college graduates and people with college level education are more likely to use the dating apps. I thought that was very interesting. Another interesting statistic is we look at the success of it. And I want to focus on some of that because they said that 71% of the users say it's easy to find people that they're physically attracted to. 
Well, of course, because guess what? Online dating is all about your profile and your pictures. And we're going to talk a lot about that. Again, one in six marriages start online and that the couples that get together and marry through eHarmony, their divorce rate is only 3.8%, which is really, really low. And I think that speaks to the long profile and how long it takes the compatibility analytics that they use to kind of match people up. Do you know they say it's more than 8,000 online dating sites and apps. And I think they're continuing to grow. This topic here is really, really an important topic. As you look at it, we want to start talking about the candid conversations. In doing this segment, I am going to be sharing with you my research and my experiences and some do's and don'ts, how to really make this thing work for you. Now, there are some dangers, I need to say that, because a lot of times people hear about the negative that's going on with online dating and the people that have never tried it. And I think some of the statistics say up to 70% of the women have not tried online dating, but there is a big population that has. But you have to be careful because there are still predators out there. There are people, there are people trying to steal your identity, their online scam, fake profiles, and things like that. I want to say to be careful, but don't want to emphasize that because the success rate of online dating, as I've just given out the numbers, one in six marriages are started online. So there's a lot of positives, but you can't ignore and you always have to be careful. Now, why is it that it seems like for some people that this online dating just doesn't work? I think because a lot of times people expect very quick results. They want somebody now. People are trying to make things happen. And some of the users and some of the way that the dating websites and apps work, it can be very frustrating because it's very time consuming. Now I'm going to share with you some of my experiences. I have something coming up really soon that I'm going to be launching and telling you all about. But in order to do this project, Myself, I had not done the online dating and knew that it was something that I needed to know about. So I signed up for some online dating sites and decided, let me see how all this works so that I will know how to navigate this. And so many people were coming to me and asking me, Dr. G, what do you think about this online dating? What could I say? I had never tried it. In trying this and I signed up for two different dating sites. And I researched a lot of other ones to figure out which ones I wanted to sign up for. Of course, you can find out what the top ones that they suggest for you to sign up. And as I got on these sites and and tried to keep an open mind, knowing that I was on there to do research, I wasn't on there looking for a mate. I wasn't on there trying to find someone or trying to find love. I was trying to find out information. But with that, I kept my mind open to, well, what if I do meet someone that's a nice person that could be a friend to me? So I kept that in mind. I just have to put that out there so that it's not like, oh, everybody that I went on a date with was a research subject. I did this for a period of about three months to give it some time to understand how it works. And let me tell you, in that time frame, I went on about 15 dates that may 
sound like a lot to some. It may not sound like as many to some because I've met people who they go on a, a date, they go for breakfast and they go for dinner. It kind of depends on what people are looking for and at the pace. Obviously, I was on a mission. So I was doing this in a short period of time and trying to find out as much as I can about this whole process. In understanding what this looks like and creating a profile and knowing what to put out there and selecting the pictures and all of that, because obviously there's a lot of time that goes into that. And then knowing what you're looking for, your preferences and who your target market is. And when I tell you, if you have not done online dating, it's very specific as far as age, as far as religion, education, if people have children, obviously ethnicity, income group. I mean, it's a lot and you can narrow it down so that they try to do the best they can based on your answers to the questions on who they match you with or who is your match, who qualifies and fall into your qualification specifications. So it's a lot out there. In doing this, I had overall, I would say the experience was positive. I didn't really have a negative experience that scared me or put me in a space to think, oh, this is not something that people should do. I really met some nice gentlemen. I met some nice men and then just meet some players, okay? (laughs) So I met men that fall in all categories. As well, a friend of mine let me go in under his profile so that I can also see what the women put out there on their profiles and to kind of see what the men are seeing. So I was able to look at this from all angles. Let me say first that I did meet a couple of guys that I went on two or three dates with. So I did do some repeat dates as well. That was very interesting. Had a nice time, nice people. My goal was also to connect them with somebody else who I thought may be a good fit for them. I know you say, what? You went on the dating sites, went on a date with somebody so that they could be connected to somebody else? Well, no, I knew that they weren't a connection for me. Maybe I can connect them to somebody else, somebody that I felt was more compatible that may not be online dating. I had some different motives and mission in mind. Now you're thinking to yourself, did these men know this? Yes, they did. Because I told them not right away, meaning not on my profile, (laughs) but when we would have the conversation, I was able to say, you know, this is what I do for a living. When they asked what you do, then I told them what I did for a living And what I had done, I'd just written a book. Well, am I part of your book? No, I've already written my book, but I am curious as to how this works and I've never done this. So when we actually go on a date, I could get into more in depth with them. It was, everything was on the up and up because you know what they say, over 70% of the lies are on dating profiles. And when you're online dating, I was very aware of all this. So I wanted to be definitely upfront with everyone. Now, I have put this together so that I can help you all understand the dating do's and don'ts. As I give out these dating do's and don'ts, I'll tell you snippets of my experiences and my stories of doing this online dating process. Hopefully, it will help to make it easier for you. 
The first part of what I'm going to give to you is I'm going to give you some clues, okay? (laughs) I'm going to tell you the clues when you're doing this online dating. And I'm going to give you some tips for success. So all of this is encompassed in the dating do's and don'ts. Let me give you some tips that will help you with the whole online dating process, your profile, etc. Number one, when you get here on this online dating, you have to know what you're looking for. They are going to ask that question. What are you looking for? Are you looking for a friend? Are you looking for companionship? Are you looking a life partner? What is it exactly that you're looking for? You don't want to get on there and say that you are looking for a life partner if you're only looking for a friend and you want to date five people at one time. That's not looking for your life partner. That's not spending the quality time. So you have to know exactly what it is and what is your purpose for being online dating. If you're just looking for companionship, because all of these things will come up on your profile and it says what you're looking for as well as when they're trying to match you with somebody with the perfect person and make these connections. You have to know what you're looking for. Number two, keep your profile nice and tight. Be informative without sharing all of your life story. So ladies, let me tell you, when I went in on the side and could look at the ladies' profiles, when I tell you all of the things that women would say out there, of what they're looking for, the things that they like to do. They like to go strolls on the beach, holding hands in the park. And let me tell you, when I put my profile out there, and I'm not suggesting this is how you do it, but I'm telling you, I had probably three sentences out there because I really wanted to see if the profile made a difference and what I said in the profile made a difference. And it does not. It did not make a difference because if people are going to connect with you, they're going to connect with you because you have to remember it's really for men, it's a visual thing and they're looking at you to see if you're visually pleasing to them. So the profile was not what was making them click what I said in my paragraph. For the women out there, I want to tell you that keep your profile informative, but don't give away everything because then you're going to have those people that come and they know exactly what you're looking for. And they can say, Oh, I'm that guy too. I love walking hand in hand on the beach. I love those romantic walks in the park. They are going to use that information if they're not on there for good reason. And even if they are, sometimes it's like, okay, they don't have to do a lot of work to be able to find anything out because you've laid it all out there. So you lay it all out there and then they know. So it's kind of like, listen, leave some stuff so they can ask you some questions about as well as they're not bringing exactly what they think you're wanting and they're saying what they think you want to hear. That is definitely a tip to make sure and be careful. Also pay attention to the profile pictures the profile and the pictures. When I'm going through and looking at all these pictures and all these photos, you can tell a lot about people by pictures. If they're emphasizing the things that they have, that tells you something. If they're going to take pictures with their cars or the ladies are taking pictures with their houses, what they take pictures of means something. There are some people that put pictures out there with other people. Some people put pictures of their kids. Some people put pictures with their friends and all kind of ways that people do it. Pay attention to that. 
Also, because the dating profiles, you don't give your, your real name. So you can't go and look them up on social media and see all of their Facebook postings. So you have to be careful because everybody has a name that they go by and you really don't know who that is. Understand you can tell a lot with the pictures. Make sure that the pictures are saying the things that you want, the things that you are looking for. And when you put your pictures out there, ladies, men, please, would you use a picture that is less than three months old? When I tell you I had three experiences with men doing the same thing. No, let me take it back. It was more than that. It was probably five or six experiences. The picture on what they put on the profile sometimes was 20 and 30 years old. And you could tell it was when they were running track or playing basketball years ago. That's not who you are now. Now, if you want to tell me about that when we start having a conversation that you used to play ball in school, that's great. Ladies, the same thing. When we have all these crazy dating stories that we talk about, the men typically are saying that the women put old pictures when they were smaller. The stats tell us that men and women both lie on the dating apps. Men lie about numbers and women lie about numbers. Men lie about how tall they are and how much money they make. Women lie about their age and how much they weigh. Okay, this numbers game that we're playing, we can all stop it. If you put a picture three months, then that's saying that I'm happy with who I am. Because what you don't want to happen is you put that profile picture out there and that's not who you are. And I've gotten there and one guy, his was... 10 years, and he thought, what, do I look that different? Uh, yeah, you're not that guy who's on here. Because in 10 years, guess what? Most of us gain weight, we age, things change, your hair. And so you want to be as authentic as possible with these pictures. So pay attention to the profile pictures. You can tell if the pictures are old. And then if you start talking to these people, ask them to send you a picture from the week ago. Because believe me, people are taking pictures. If you own a dating site, you take pictures of yourself. So people have pictures to send to you. Number four, I want to tell you to acknowledge messages when possible. If you're interested or you're not interested, I know it's a lot of work. I'm going to tell you this online dating, it can take over your life because you're constantly getting hits and dings and messages and winks and likes and so you want to make sure when you do, you acknowledge. And I know people say that's almost impossible to acknowledge everybody. Well, I just found it rude in this whole space of dating that now I love it when you can swipe left, swipe right if you're interested, if you're not, because that's not, not hurting anybody's feelings. I wasn't on that particular app. That's an app. I wasn't on it. I was on the dating sites. You could tell if somebody looked at your profile. You tells you all these things. And you could tell if somebody got your message and they just didn't respond to you. And that's another form of rejection. So I came up with some little simple ways to be able to say, oh, thanks. Thank you so much. You know, oh, love your smile. Oh, thanks. But not to keep the conversation going if you're not interested in them. And if you want that little tip, how to write that. You're going to have to send me a message on drgladney.com and I'll help you out there so that you could just copy and paste. And this is what you say to everybody each and every time that you don't hurt anybody's feelings because so we want to keep everything as nice as we can in this whole online dating space. 
And then also you can look at the profile of what people do say. You can see if their profile is long, short. Like I said, I deliberately made mine short. That will tell you something. If you're a person that took a lot of time and energy and you wrote a lot, and then it's a guy that did not, or men, vice versa. If man, if you wrote a lot on your profile and then a woman didn't write as much, all of that you can look to see if that's matching your compatibility already. Sure, as you're looking at their profile as well, what all of that looks like. This is some of the tips doing the online process itself. The more that you are specific about what you're looking for, the more likely you are to get the match of the person that you are looking for. When I was doing this, I also extended mine to out of state. I wanted to see if it mattered to people if you did the long distance dating. Well, guess what? For some people, it doesn't matter. A lot of people say, oh, I don't want to do the long distance dating because I want somebody here. For some people, long distance dating works. I extended the borders and said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to open this up. Guess what? I met some people that lived in other places and they actually came here because at the time, you know, people were traveling more before the pandemic. And so people were always traveling and business people and, and you can meet. I did meet a few people from out of state. And some of this, you can also just kind of experiment, open up your horizons. If you're not finding who you want with your targeted specifications, then open up the borders of your mind. Now we're going to switch over to some of the clues and some tips when you are actually dating or when you're talking to them on the phone call before you meet them, when you meet them. Here's some of the clues that I want you to look for. Number one. When that person, be it a man or a woman, talk too much about themselves and they don't ask any questions about you. Now, this is one of the things that I kept running into. Men, this is my experience and this is what was happening. Sometimes some of the men that I met, they like to talk about themselves and they would talk and talk about themselves. Now, we've heard all of these statistics talking about that women talk so much more than men. Let me tell you, some men out there can talk. And there's nothing wrong with that. But in this dating process, some of the men were talking more about themselves and they didn't seem interested in me. They were interested in themselves. And I listen, I listen a lot more than I talk, believe it or not. You say, okay, Dr. G, you talk for a living. I know that's why I listen a lot <laughs> because sometimes I get tired of talking and you learn so much when you listen. But then I could find that that person is not really interested in me. And when I've called this to some men's attention, you know what they say? Well, I just feel like that you're going to tell me what you want me to know without me asking. Really? Is that what we do when we go for a job interview and your person that is interviewing you, they didn't ask you any questions and they just said, well, I just think you're going to tell me what you want me to know. What, what is that? Look, um, come on. I'm saying, okay, really? That to me seems like a lack of interest in me and you're more interested in yourself because you're talking all about yourself. So that's called a clue. If that's happening, then that tells you something. Be it the men talking to a woman that's just talking all about herself or a woman talking to a man. And I say, I'm telling you, I've had a lot of experiences like that. And I'm thinking, and I, I will tell them, you know me, I will say, do you know, you just talked 20 minutes about yourself and you haven't asked me anything. <laughs> 
So, you know, I'm on missions in different ways because I'm always trying to get inside of somebody's mind. Number two, if this person only texts you, but don't want to have a conversation on the phone. Now we're dating over 40 and over 50 and over 60. And you're telling me this person who didn't grow up with text messaging. Now I know the younger people, the millennials, I have four of them and I know that's what they do. They just talk and talk and they having long conversations and they fingers are just going and strong. And I'm like, wow, we didn't grow up like that. We grew up with landlines people. So the whole thing is conversation. If you meet somebody and all they want to do is text you and they don't want to have a conversation, that's called a clue. Do they really want to get to know you? Because text messaging is just, it's just that it's impersonal. I don't have time to be sitting there typing a long, long message out. That tells you, oh, they might not really be interested in having a conversation with you and getting to know you. So look at that. If they're only texting you, and a lot of times you will say, oh, I don't want you to just text me. And if a person keeps doing it, they're not interested in you. That way, you know, you can move on. The next one, if they want to move too fast, what does that mean? They want to move too fast in a relationship. They want to start calling you baby the next day after they meet you. (laughs) And they're like, oh, sweetheart. Oh, yes. What'd you say, baby? All of those things that women somehow get suckered in as far as, you know, oh, he's calling me his boo already. They're moving too fast. Or one of the guys that I met from out of town, he was already planning for me to come back with him. How long can you stay when you come? Since you have your own business, will you be able to stay? You could stay for a week. I don't mind. I just met him. And already he was talking about me coming to visit him for a week. Some of these guys or ladies that you meet, they want to jump in a relationship already. Already they're talking about, I had one guy, we talked on the phone maybe three, four days, and he was trying to say he loved me, the old or that he knew I was the one. <laughs> okay, all of that, that's called a clue. That lets you know, because I tell everybody, listen, we're not in a hurry going anywhere, anytime fast. But if somebody's pushing that, then you kind of know to really pay attention. The next one is the person is not available when you call them or they're not responsive to your text messages. Hmm. And it's like, okay, so what's going on? Or there's this pattern that they were available for two or three or four days. And then all of a sudden something happens and they fall off the grid or It's the next day. And guess what they're given? The next one says they're given excuses. They're given excuses of why they didn't respond to you, why they didn't call you. And they'll say, you know, some people say, oh, it's my kids or I was doing something or, oh, I was busy or it was my job or I had this going on or that going on. When people start to give you excuses for things, that's called a clue. Are they really that into you and wanting to get to know who you are in this online dating? Mm, Probably not. The next one is they only connect when they're out of town or certain times of the day or night. And if you see that pattern, I look for patterns in people to understand their MO, to understand how they flow. Now, I know everybody out there is not going to do because I'm always looking for behavior patterns in people because that's a part of what I do for a living. But it also helps you to understand how to flow with people. If they're giving you excuses, they're only connecting at certain times. That's a clue as well. The last one, if somebody asks you for money. 
Now, I had a situation where I met someone online and and some of these, when I say online, is not the dating apps, is not the dating site. It's the social media sites as well. And we need to include that in. It's the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitters, all of those. People are meeting people. So when we say online, we just mean online. It's social media, all of that I'm talking. I met a guy on one of the social media platforms and he seemed to be a nice guy. And by the way, ladies, and I'm sure some men, ladies do this as well. There are men out there that will prey on you, P-R-E-Y, and use Christianity as a pull to make it seem like they're a godly man, a man of God. I know women probably do the same thing because there's this thing out here that, oh, yes, I do want somebody that's a Christian and love the Lord. Well, you know, there are people out there that prey on that itself. So be careful. If people are leading with that or using that, I'm not saying that some people aren't. I'm just saying you need to really be careful. There's called a clue. So this guy was this kind of guy and posting pictures with his mother, supposedly. Anyway, we started a chat online. I'm telling you, he started sending songs right away and started sending clips of this. And, oh, I'm thinking of you and, oh, baby, this and, oh, baby, that. So, you know me, I'm sitting back here. Everything becomes a, a research project for me. It was less than a week. When this guy started asking for some money, how he did it was that he was going on an oil rig and on this oil rig, they needed something. He made up this elaborate story. And I thought, wow, there are people out here that would really fall for this, that he needed to borrow. He was looking for an investment or something. And then he could come over here. And I mean, when I tell you, there are some elaborate scams out there. And of course, you know me, I'm that person that's going to write back and say, I know what you're doing. This is terrible. You're preying on people, preying on the loneliness of women and all this. So I read him his rights. And of course, then I don't hear from anybody again. So be careful. If somebody asks you for money, male or female, doesn't matter. That's called a clue. You don't want that. But then again, I'm going to say, don't leave with your stuff. Don't put your cars out there. Don't put all your stuff out there acting like you have so much. And then be upset if somebody's asking you for something because that's what you're leading with. Just be careful. Now, I'm shifting over to when you're actually going on a date. What you need to be prepared for. So number one, when people come in, you need to see what kind of energy they're carrying with them. Online is different than when you meet people in person. Sometimes when you meet some of these people in person and it's like, oh my goodness, that happened to me three or four times. When I met them in person, they were not that person. The energy, all of that was off. But I want you to pay attention. So you pay attention to their words. You ask somebody, what is their story? What is their story? That gives them an opportunity to tell you all about all about what their story is. Now you could do this obviously even before you meet them on a date. So you're not wasting your time. But a lot of times women and men don't ask, are you married? Have How many times have you been married? Are you divorced? Have you been in a long-term relationship? All of those important things. Are you dating someone now? Are you in a relationship right now? You cannot make any assumptions. You have to ask those questions. So what if somebody's offended? If they offended, then they're not the person for you. Then they have something to hide. Do you understand how that goes? So asking them what is their story. 
You have to get their story. Number three, I want you to pay attention to how they conduct themselves on the date, how they treat the waitress, the waiter, how they treat people. Just what do they look like? I have some stories about that. I mean, I could just probably take up this whole podcast telling my stories, but I'm trying to give you the dating do's and don'ts. So pay attention to how they're acting and how they're treating people. Pay attention to their actions and not their words. A lot of times people, what they say don't match what they do. That's a really, really big stickler of mine. Is what you're doing matching what you say? And a lot of times when that's off, that tells you everything you need to know. Your compatibility is off if that's something that's important to you. And then also, next, I want you to look at the way the person cares for themselves. Self-care will tell you how they care for themselves is how they care for another individual. What do they look like when they come into your presence? Do they get dressed up to meet you? And I'm not saying you have to look a certain way dressed up, whatever that means. You're clean, you know, you're groomed, all of those things. Pay attention to self-care, how they take care of their health. All of that is self-care because it tells you a lot about a person. The last one that I want to emphasize is stay emotionally unattached if possible. And this is really to the women. It's so easy for men to kind of pull women in and and men, you know this, you pull them in, you push those buttons, you say the things that that they want to hear. You really want woman in and then you go on a first date, maybe you're talking to them and then disappear. And it's called this ghosting, which I want to say, can we stop that? We're all too old to be ghosting. We're too old to not respond back to people. Everybody deserves the respect that if you went on a date with them, if you weren't feeling them, let them know. People just find it so easy to disappear in life. And then guess what? You never know when you're going to meet that person again. You never know when you're going to need them for something. They may be stuck on the side of the road. You just don't know. Treat people like you want to be treated. It's really that simple. So if you're not feeling somebody, then let them know. And if you stay as emotionally unattached as you can and not get all excited because, oh, it seems like this and it seems like that and those emotions are building up and then you get the letdown and they they disappear and you don't know what's happened. This is what creates a frustration and makes this process unsuccessful. So please be careful. Those are the tips that I have for you. I hope you had a pencil and writing them down. If not, just keep listening to it over and over again, because this will help you make this process successful. Now, let me tell you one of my crazy dating stories. I met a guy and it was on one of the social mediums and I really was reaching out to him to be on the podcast and it turned into conversation and why are you single, Dr. G? What's the deal with you? And so I was saying why I'm single by choice and what my spiel and what I feel, it turned into what I'm, some of the stuff that I'm telling you, it's like, okay, immediately he's been praying and looking for a person and he just felt like I was that person coming. Now, keep in mind, his profile pic was really handsome and this great looking guy And he had a number of them there. So, you know, I know how to look for fake profiles and whatnot. So I was like, okay, well, this is him. This is number of pictures, several pictures, pictures with family and all that. We ended up talking and going back and forth. And of course, I know what's going to be an experiment and not. But some of the stuff he was saying was just not right. And I started thinking, okay, this is interesting. This guy is talking to me, sitting out in his car, talking to me. 
and go in the house. Okay, what's going on? When I asked him where did he live and he didn't quite know the name of the apartment. He had just moved down here not too long ago. All of this stuff, all the story. Well, of course, when stuff is not adding up to me, I already get it. And I'm like really curious to dig in somebody's head as to how do you think you can get away with this? So he ended up telling me that he was actually down here. His divorce, I guess the divorce had happened. Supposedly it happened. But you have to be so careful with that, too, as well. But then he ended up telling me that he was living with another lady. (laughs) I was like, huh? He said, well, I hope that doesn't affect us because I really think you're the one. Okay, now this became really interesting for me because I'm like, "Woo, this is some good stuff. That's how I think. That's my brain. And I said, we had already decided that we were going to meet. And he was like, well, does this impact us meeting? So I'm like, oh, this is going to be a case study for me. And I said, oh, no, we can still meet. So when we met out, and now, first of all, let me tell you, when he got out, that that good-looking guy who he was supposed to be was not that guy. I mean, it was him, but it had to be 15, 15, 20 years ago, maybe. Maybe it was his son. I kept thinking, this cannot be him. And he said the picture that he sent me the night before, well, he had just taken that picture three months ago. Well, I knew all of this was a lie. This man coming here looking like, okay, okay. So I thought, get yourself ready, girl. I was already ready. I was braced. We sit down and he says, okay, you got this? <laughs> I'm laughing as I'm telling the story. He said, you got this? Now, I know ladies out there, you all are thinking, oh, no way in the world. I done got up and threw the water in his face. I was like, you are crazy. Well, listen, I'm Dr. G. And I like to get into the minds of people. So I was like, sure, I got this. I said, you know, I'm going to be able to find out what's really going on with a person like this. So he was a nice looking guy in his day. He still wasn't bad looking, but he used all of that and he used all that to get women. And so we sat down and I'm like, you know, what's the, what's the deal? What's the issue here? Why do I need to? Well, no, no, I'll, I'll get it next time. I'm thinking, is he crazy? Does he really think it's going to be a next time? Okay, so he sat down and we ordered and I started saying, okay, so what, what's going, what's really happening in your life? Because what you said does not add up. I began to ask him questions. He got very uncomfortable, obviously. And I'm sure, I think he was hungry. So he was going to wait till his food came. <laughs> I waited till he ordered the food came. Anyway, as he's telling me all of this and I said, well, you know, what you've said is not true. So you've told me that now, now you're saying you are not really divorced and but you're living with another woman but there's nothing going on between you all and you wanted to date me and I was the one for you how does that work so of course I'm not confrontational didn't want to fight but as I made him think what's the problem what's wrong you know of course he got said why are you getting defensive I said why are you why do you have all that negative energy going on I need to understand this is what you do and this is how you play women this is not okay This is not okay. I will take a hit, ladies, for the team because I knew that for whatever reason, this man came in my space. And if I can impart some wisdom into him so that he doesn't ever do this again, then it was worth it. I mean, I look back at it. I laugh because, you know, because I wasn't in any danger or never felt anything like that. I wouldn't put myself in a situation like that. It was just this whole thing that this man who you may think in your mind or fantasize about and he's like oh my goodness oh look at this handsome guy and he's this and he's that 
and you meet him and it was nothing like that. And when I tell you this guy, he said he had gotten a package and he was doing well and then it wasn't, he wasn't doing well. So he's living with this lady now because he needed to get on his feet. I mean, when I tell you the lies in the story that went around. So be careful, be aware out there. That was probably the craziest dating story that I've had. So just be careful when I'm telling these things, dating do's and don't, but there are some really good people out there and they're having some success with this online dating. So my challenge for this week is again, to look at yourself and know what you want. If you're online right now, go back and look at your profile. Maybe you've put too much stuff out there. So just kind of modify what you're doing, how you're doing. Make sure that you know what other person is looking for. Make sure you know their story. Ask questions. Look for signs. Look for those clues. And then, you know, I just want to make sure that you eliminate the crazy from this single life. So there you have it for this week. Thank you again for joining me. Go join our Facebook group, Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40. And please go to my website. If you're wanting some one-on-one coaching in any way, I provide that and do that as well. Go to drgladney.com to find out more on how I can help you as a single person stay sane in this crazy world. This is Single Life with Dr. G, Dating over 